I'm Emma Dorn and you're listening to Mischief Makers Podcast, brought to you by Every Mum and Pettifaloo, whose mission is to champion kids' development from the inside out. On this four-part podcast series, I talk to some amazing guests all about the mischief they got up to as kids, as well as with their own kids, to prove once and for all that mischief minds go further. Sometimes mischief gets a bad rap. What can be frowned upon is totally normal curiosity and an essential part of becoming a strong and spirited kid. We want to turn the perception of mischief on its head. Leaning into Pettifaloo's little rascal heritage, we are reframing mischief as a force for good, championing and celebrating mischief and mischief makers to show that not only is mischief healthy, but a sign of great things to come. This podcast is brought to you thanks to Pettifaloo, the only daily dose of goodness that nourishes kids' strength and encourages their spirit. This week, I chat to Jen O'Dwyer and Sophie White from the cult parenting podcast, Mother of Pod. Jen and Sophie, tell me about you guys as children. Well, this is good, right? Because we were children together. Yeah. So we went... Jen was my mother. I can't yes. believe... Uh, we were in Montessori together, primary school together, secondary, secondary. school. Oh, now wow. we work together now. Yes. We're like Ant and Tech, <laughs> except you can tell us apart. <laughs> I mean, that's that's going back longer even than Ant and Tech. Montessori. Yeah. Yeah. So were you massively mischievous? I'm trying to think of any mischief like that's kind of, you know... Well, safe for public consumption that I, didn't take oh, place I, on the I mean, internet after the year 2000. No, I know. Yeah. Oh. Well, Sophie, and this is linking into what you're doing. Sophie's a writer, obviously. Yes. Um, and she, as when we were children. I love how Sophie doesn't know this. She she would, your whole lives. And she's like, what are you going to say? I know. She would tell us, sit down. We would sit around prim- it'd be primary school. I remember this perfectly. Our Lady of Mercy Convent School, and they had like a we little had bit of grass. We had a nun, rest, Sister Eileen, yeah. God rest her soul. And what class was this? Do you know junior, the way um, junior, inf- junior? Oh, inf- wow. No, well, junior. would you know the way in Irish primary schools the TV would come out on the trolley yes. for that once a year showing of sound of music? Um, they used to bring Sister Eileen out on that trolley, yeah, and just kind of tore her around the school. No, um, and then they'd put her away again. She was weak on the legs. Mm. Now, <laughs> quite what we were, what so we would all gather around Sophie on the lunch break. I can't remember. You remember you have like baby lunch and then big lunch. Yes, yeah. I'm always, I'm still even with my own children now. I'm still confused about when's little lunch, when's like. I think little yeah. comes first. Little comes first, and it's shorter. Yeah, maybe and you then, might have a yogurt. <laughs> You might. Have. You might. Yeah, I think that's. I think that is the yeah, a little petite for Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. This sounds to me like big break stuff. Fine. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah, because yeah, you've got the time. So yeah. everyone is gathered around. Sophie. So Sophie would yeah. do the nod, right? Oh, we'd be about. We'd probably six years old, and we'd all sit around her, and some of us would be making daisy chains. Yeah, yeah. And but we'd know what was coming, and Sophie then would tell us a story. But Sophie's stories were <laughs> scary stories and they Ooh. were brilliant. Some kids got so frightened they couldn't <laughs> join the group anymore. Some kind of hurriedly trying to focus on a daisy chain to take their mind off what was happening. But um, I loved it. And, oh, uh, wow. She'd tell us that, like just from her own mind. Really messed up stuff. Great fun. Like tell, tell the one about the fingernails. The man who walked on his fingernails and it just sounded, yeah. he'd be coming along the floorboards yeah. towards you. Yeah. 
That is good. It's good, isn't so it? So you're six. So yeah, I'm six. Probably six. six or six. No, yes, yeah. both. Yes. <laughs> and were you planning these beforehand, or was this just kind of like in the moment thing? You're like, okay. It's they my just story come time through day. me. They just come through. That's yeah. my process as a six-year-old. I did yeah. a good cleanup job after. She was like, uh, okay. she would make uh, the frightening things happen. <laughs> and then I would do the swoop, the sweep, make okay. it all fine in the end. So has this continued into adult life then? You're the well, living the taxi. No, 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 not now. We flip. <laughs> She's the fixer-upper. Okay. <laughs> we flip, I'd say. We flip on the mischief. One of like... The big mischiefs among me and the cousins when we were young mm. was when we do on our granny where we'd uh, be at her house and like mm. she was always very nervous granny. You know the way? Yeah. You'd have a nervy granny and then you'd have like a really cavalier granny. Yeah. One yes. granny who was kind of flash with the cash and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so nervy granny anyway, she'd be in the kitchen and she'd be like, oh, careful, I don't you. She'd be doing that kind of stuff. And um <laughs> Then um, our game started to be that somebody would take turns, somebody would run in and you'd be like, stop it, stop it. And then you'd lift your hands covered in ketchup and be like, she's dead. <laughs> we had secreted condiments out of the kitchen earlier and absolutely went to town on whoever was supposed to have sadly passed. And my granny, every time, because... That's the thing with that kind of level of a prank. Yes. Is that it'd be the one time that you wouldn't take it seriously and then that would look bad on you. Well, exactly. And that's yeah, why yes. we're living now in our parenthood in a constant state of worry. So because anxious. you have to you have to take action even when yes. you know there's a prank afoot and you're 85% yeah. sure this yeah. is mischief. <laughs> yeah. There's 15% of genuine worry and that's this, very true and it, it goes up when there's other parents watching uh, Arthur has decided he's allergic to peanuts I know I was about to say we need specifics and, uh, yeah, I was he's like, not I was like, gonna... he's not allergic oh. to peanuts but uh, he's six and I think maybe his friend is or he knows it, a he's little bit it. of drama yes. yeah, yeah. so he's, stu- he's taken it to everywhere we go now so mm. I now know that he isn't, obviously, because I'm his parent. Yes. <laughs> but everyone around has to. They don't know. Be yeah. careful. Like back in the day, there's only so much our parents would have allowed the carry on to carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we're doing, do you think we're allowing more carry on? Uh I'd no, say the reverse. Yeah, I, like, yes. My parents kind of like, they just caught fleeting glances of me between the ages of like six and 16, you know, because I think maybe they didn't know about it as much parent way less back then. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a lot of parenting going on now these days. It's exhausting. Even my mother sees it and she's like, God, you're all really trying very hard, (laughs) aren't you? And she says it in a way of like, and it's not really coming to much, is it? Yeah. (sighs) And I'll say, (laughs) you know, she was at my house a few weeks ago and like I was in like full like just screaming as usual. That's my baseline. Just screaming at children yeah, but who I are think indifferent they... to me oh, and what yeah. I'm she trying think, to tell yeah. them to do. And she's like, hmm. and I said, I know, I know. Sometimes I think I'm really not cut out for this. And she said, yeah, <laughs> I know. A little bit of support there wouldn't have gone yeah. Maybe she needs a bit of a pranking. Yeah. do some mischief on her. So she didn't offer to baby. Is that where you were going with it? Like, <gasps> you I've got the best fun mischief I could do on her. What is and it? And your mom. Yeah. 
I just need to get a pregnant person to wee on a pregnant <gasps> stick. This would be good. That would be oh, so yeah. fun. My mother would lose her life if I came up with another child. <laughs> She'd just be like, <laughs> no, Maybe, you, you must I have stop. Three. She is three as well. I have three. Yeah. yeah. But Ella, Ella's 19, so she's. Yeah, she's yeah. your sister wife. Yeah, she's yeah. she's my ride or die. That's, <laughs> she's, yeah, it's fine. She is the best. Yeah. Um, but no, at three is, yeah, grand. And like my mother really would have rather zero, I think, for me. I think she just doesn't want to see like this being perpetrated on the new generation. Well, did she listen to your stories when you were six? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, I think the opposite. I think there is absolutely way more carry on mischief wise happening in my house than I would have Early. allowed or so? been allowed to. Yes. Well, I would have done things like I would have, you know, if someone in school broke their arm. Yeah. Oh, my arm started feeling pretty rough around exactly. there. You know, so I get the peanut thing totally. Yeah. Bit of attention. Yeah. yeah. A bit of bit lingering. Excitement. Yeah. You know, that's a syndrome. Or, you know, when someone had a crutch in school, you'd only be dying oh, to have a crutch. Oh, great crack. I know. Oh, my God. Yes. You know, that was a nice, that was I fun time. My dad was very mischievous. Like, he Oh, do you think that's where you kind of get it from? Maybe. Because... I see. I remember his mischief as being kind of like now looking back, I think that was the mischief of a man who was in charge of a very young child and he was very bored. Yeah. And he's just making stuff up to entertain himself. Yeah. He was uh, very into lies, telling lies about things big and small. (laughs) Um, I got to go to Paris when I was a little kid and my dad was bringing me. To see, my mom was working. We'd often, my mom would travel for work and we'd sometimes go with her, like for a couple of days or whatever. Mm. And so she was working and he was like, obviously, given the child that he created, like, so, you know. Now, we're not commending him for that. Like, he's doing the yeah. bare minimum. But anyway, he was given the child and uh, we were on the metro going to see the Eiffel Tower. And I was really excited. And he on the Metro, just like apropos of nothing, was like, well, okay, so just before we get off, like it's the next station, um, I just want to kind of like just prepare you. The Eiffel Tower is like, it's really cool. It's it's beautiful, but it's actually, I know in the pictures it looks like it's very tall, but it actually it only kind of comes up to about your knee. Um, and that's all like that would be kind of an optical illusion that it's that tall. But it's it's really cool. It's fab. And I was like, what? I cannot believe. All these years. <laughs> just all, like, oh, yeah. And then we got up out of the metro and I was like, oh, another one of those. Oh, my God. This is massive. But he was always taking the stuff too far as well. Oh, okay. Like, well, um, <laughs> well, we live down by the South Wall, by yeah. the Pigeon House. And there is a place to swim halfway down the South Wall. It's called the Half Moon Club. It's a great place. I swim there still to this day. But when I was a kid, my dad was the one who first introduced me to swimming down there. Mm-hmm. And he was constantly like, you have to come down, you have to come down. I think I was about 12 at this point. And he's like, you have to come down, it's fab, it's fab, you're going to love it, you can jump in and everything, it's deadly. And uh, I was like, iffy, because like the sewage works down there, it's very industrial, it's mm. not, yeah, it's great, I love it. But um, like I have the pigeon houses tattooed on my shoulder. <laughs> I love it. But at the same time, it doesn't scream like glamour. It doesn't. It's not like the Playa del Pigeon House. You know, it's 
It's rough as guts. Yeah. I can't remember if the, no, I don't think the sewage pipe went over the road at that point. They hadn't built it yet. But if you go down there now, you get to drive under a huge like poo pipe that just like arcs over the road. But anyway, so you're going down there, going down there. And he was like, you're going to love it. Like, oh, we just get through this little bit now. It's a bit smelly, but like we're going to drive through. It'll be grand, it'll be grand, grand. And I was like, okay, God, I'm swimming here. And I was hearing like my togs and he was in his togs and stuff or like, you know, T-shirt over. And then he just pulled out, or pulled up to the side of the road alongside this huge, like body of water that was kind of in a sort of a pool and had water from what looked to be kind of a factory gushing into the pool and the stench of the air around this pool. And the pool had these big floating islands of scum. (laughs) Just, it was just, it was just like teeming with some kind of fecal matter. And my dad hopped out of the car, started taking all the clothes off. No. I was like, you're not, this isn't, this isn't it. Is it you've been swimming here. I was like terrified. And there was like a rusted gate, like all the way around the, um, the kind of scum, p- scum, scum pool. <laughs> and he's so committed to the mischief. He was halfway up the gate. Oh, getting ready to get over before he finally was like, oh, gotcha. Oh. He, he was from Cork. So he was like, oh, you langer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now he grazed his leg. So jokes on him. He had to get a tetanus shot. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens when you well, take the mischief was, too far. He was, I mean, really committed. Yeah, that's what I think that is it with mischief. You have to just go all in. You can sense a spoof yeah. very quickly. Yeah. So you need to mm. absolutely commit. You yeah. need a poker face. Are you, do you have a good poker face, Emma? I bet you. No. Oh, you do. You do. You've got the most amazingly like deadpan delivery. No. Well, everyone says that they'll say, "Oh, you're faster," and this. I'm like, "Oh God, did I make that face? Did I make the face out loud? I'm never. I'm like, <laughs> so like, away, I'm like, oh, oops." But it sounds like when you're talking about your dad, there, it sounds like he was like that's how he bonded with you. Is that like? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah. Do you know? That's kind of, that's nice though, isn't it? Because I think, especially back in the day as well, like dads and their daughters, like, you know, what do I talk about with this female child or whatever? Yeah, It's yeah. like, I'm just going to be a total wind-up merchant with her. Well, did your, like, parents ever do this one um, where this is as well, like, real kind of, like, man kind of drifting into middle age still trying to be cool in front of his kid be driving along a road and he'd suddenly go and the car just goes do you remember that one of course classic I do it to my kids now yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I mean I pick and choose carefully where I do it but I know I what I really like mischief wise now my current kind of mischief sort of palette would Mm, be using my mischief not uh, to mess with my kids but to mess with my husband and I use yes. the kids as like the tools of my mischief. So, for example, um, when uh, we have a baby on the go in the house, so there's like some very, you know, kind of weighty nappies mm. here and there. And sometimes I'll just, you know, when you package it up into the little nappy package yeah. mm. and then I give it to one of the kids. It's very and say, satisfying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, you, you want yeah. the value for money. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I give it to one of the kids and I say, give that to your dad there, will you? And like that he just goes and presents the nappy. And it's just like, you know, yes. it's just enjoyable because they're they're kind of 
That's Mel. You can chew on it, you know. Years are like, older though. You're you're mm. probably facing into like actual pranks from yeah. children. Yes. There's a few. I, do you know what their favorite one at the moment is? So how old are your kids? Four and six. <laughs> Sorry to put you under pressure. There. <laughs> They're changed. The age has changed. I, I have that when I'm asked their their date of birth. Oh yeah, I wouldn't though. have a breeze about that now. Yeah. I find that very. Uh, don't don't ask me that. But I don't just pop that into conversation. Like, give me a couple of days' notice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like that. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hiding in beds. Oh yeah. Or they'll have uh, hard to respect a bad. You know. Yeah. Hide I bed. can clearly see you. Yeah, yeah. They're screaming laughter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God, boys, we can't yeah. find them anywhere. Are you come upstairs and help me look? <laughs> there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of talk about people smelling and, you know, yeah. there's just a lot of. But I think when there is the joke and the prank, kind of like your dad, if everyone is kind of, if we're not going to drag this on for days. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They'll be in the know about stuff because... Yeah, we're pretty good pranksters. We'd have to say no. <laughs> yeah, this, isn't, this isn't true. But um, yeah, I love it. Hi, hi, you know, hide and seek next level stuff as well. Do you ever good. find though mm-hmm. when you have a child in your house that's not your child? Oh, yeah, yeah. And play date or whatever, yeah. Hide and seek's always grand with yours because there's yes. only four places. Yeah, uh, yeah, And then yeah. they just recycle the four places. But yeah. enter new child. Yeah. I couldn't. I'd be terrified. We have a little girl next door. I live in fear of losing yeah, the child yeah. of another person. I have done this so many times with the same child. Her name is Holly. She's unbelievable good at hide and seek. Oh, really? <laughs> she could, I think, you know, when you're like, you're like, everyone be quiet and you're sure you're going to hear a movement or a breathing. Yeah. She's absolutely still. And I found her in places I'm sure I have looked in. Oh, like, okay. you know, you're five, you're five minutes in, you're like, Holly, everyone's, yeah, I found everyone else. Grant, where's Holly? And the kids are like, oh, I don't know. We haven't seen her for ages. And you're like, <laughs> okay, well, we'll just go back through the gaff and check. Yeah. And you've done the whole house. You're sure of that. And you're on round two. Mm. It's about 15 minutes before she's due to be dropped home. And you're like, I think she's gone. <laughs> um, and, me- and there's been a number of times. She's really full. There's some children who are naturally yeah, have this have devilment. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. the mischief gift. Mm. The little mm. twinkle in the and eye. They don't, they're not coming out until you find them. They'll oh, take you no. To that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, your yeah. mom's at the door. I'm going. Bye. <laughs> We're all leaving. We've left the house before. Yeah. Close the door behind. Oh, the calling the bluff. <laughs> yeah. When you then lose. Well, exactly. That's a dangerous game. One of my kids now mm. at the moment really into like leaving, like leaving, leaving, like I'm leaving you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I always remember when I was a kid, um, my dad again uh, I must have been like I'm running away and he was like okay and he helped me pack my bag oh I love it yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then sent me it's a real classic like, yeah. that's a classic yeah. that's a genre have you got and everything he, you need yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye. Sent, bye and he waved at me all the way to the corner and everything bye yeah bye <laughs> Like I tried to do that with my oldest kid and like he just left. Yeah. Like oh. I lost that bluff so deeply and like, yeah, that's it. And then yeah. I have to get on the bike, start cycling after him yeah. and like, and then. And he knows he's won. Yeah. I come upon oh, him okay. and he's just like scathing, mm. leaned up against a wall like, you're pathetic. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's like, he's left the house in like some wife runs, you know? And yeah, like, yeah. 
Yeah, more like full. Like a Pokemon him. cap. Yeah. And yeah. yet he still seems to look, he looks like the cool one. Yeah. And what, yeah. what does he pack in his bag? Like, is that same? Oh, no, he's like hands hanging. Just like. Oh, really? Just oh, yeah. Just absolutely saunters off. Wouldn't put shoes on. Just gone. Doesn't care. Mm. He has no caution. As uh, my mother tries yeah, to some don't. put it, some, some don't. are have a bit not or a bit one of mine has any caution. I do think kids can have too much caution. Mm. Mine all have zero. I, I I think it's a symptom of what I've done to my eldest that makes him frightened by things, because I, you would naturally just be full of spoof and be like, "Well, there's a monster in there. Wouldn't go into that room. Just don't ask." And he'd be like, "Oh God, <laughs> really?" <laughs> Really? Like you you kind of like You're like oh, I was joking. You kind of launch the mischief but yeah. never but you, never guide it that's into the key. land. No the detail. mischief just oh, floats okay. out yeah. there. Terrifying Couldn't go in there if I was you. <laughs> turn your Is back he and okay away. now? Or? No, I would say not really. Okay. He okay. would be frightened of closed doors. <laughs> Yeah. Time will tell. Emma. Time will tell. Yeah, you know, life is long. So now I feel, <laughs> I feel I'm only when it comes to mischief, like only a small player compared to you guys. I feel like I, we've only we've only scratched, scratched the, the surface. surface. <laughs> but if when, I, when you think of the word mischief, what does it mean to you? I don't. I don't mean that. You know, fun and play. Yeah. And I think uh, like not. You know. You know anything kind of whimsical stopping just short of Danger. illegality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do you encourage a little bit of mischief with your own children? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, kids are naturally mischievous. I think the yeah. trick is to let them go. And also our whole, you know, you included, our industry, where we we're doing for a job, mm. is mischief. Totally. Well, it's so, not a job, that's for sure. Yeah. We yeah, are mischief mongers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like to you I kinda like to encourage the mischief, but always push my own agenda. Mm. So I think the thing that's nice <laughs> about kids and mischief and in the family is like it is bonding. Like like you said about my dad and stuff. Yeah. Kind of like they get really excited when they think like, oh yeah, we're doing this thing and I'm on like mom's team. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so what you do is you go in to Seb and I want you to whisper to him, you're a living nightmare. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, go on, do it, do it. And so they do. you and encourage it. In that way, it's come full circle. Yes. Yes. Oh. So nice. Isn't that lovely? Thank you for listening to Mischief Makers podcast and to Petty Falou for their support. Supporting kids' growth through tailored nutrition and fun, Petty Falou believes little rascals should be nurtured. No one learns from being perfect and there is wonder in the chaos. After all, it's mischief that makes us. If you enjoyed this conversation, check out our other episodes in the series and share on socials. <laughs>